Hey there, once again, it is Tom Stevens, your resident psychotherapist from Reaction Therapy with Nick Stevens and another edition of our podcast, a super exciting and different one coming at you today, Nick. Yeah, it's kind of my, uh, we say this sometimes, but this is kind of my baby. I this thought of this idea. Baby. I think this is going to be a really cool uh, thing for y'all to see. It's really, I wanted to give y'all something different. We do podcasts sometimes on artists or different mental health topics and interviews, which are all really cool things. But I thought, you know what? I, I've never seen anybody do a podcast episode explaining their day-to-day -day life. So we're going to explain mm -hmm. kind of what it means to be a reactor. So the title is probably going to be something like behind the scenes of a YouTube reactor, something like that. So I want to give you all a little behind the scenes. There's going to be some uh, B-roll footage and some kind of just in real life kind of footage that I'm going to show throughout this episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Are you excited? I am super excited. Number one, because I don't know totally what we're walking into. You've briefed yeah. me on it, but you're going to have a lot of other questions for me. And I've got a little bit of a split personality when it comes to this, right? Uh -oh. I, I do my regular life, not no pun intended with my job as a psychotherapist every day. That is yeah. my bread and butter. It's what I do. And then I also have uh, reaction therapy, this YouTube channel that we work on. And so it's like a second life for me almost mm -hmm. on top of being a husband and a father. But those two main chunks are very unique and very fulfilling. So I'm excited. Yeah. So if y'all are listening to this, like on Spotify or Apple podcast or something like that, make sure you head on over to YouTube because you're going to be able to hear kind of exp our explanations. But there's part of this episode that's going to be you're going to need to see the video to understand what's going on. So I would encourage you all, if y'all are listening to this, to watch it. It's going to be on YouTube. Yeah, that part I want to see. The so. video that Nick is going to shoot, and probably with Tony's help yeah, and direction, sure. to shoot the video of me in my life doing, and us, honestly. I'm guessing you're going to be a part of that, too, of the editing and stuff like that. But, hey, yeah. let's do it. All right, so to intro off, hold on. Do I have these intro topics ready? Let's go. Very cool. So our intro, it's not really a topic, but we're going into the intro part. We're going to be showing a little clip of how Tom sets up for his recording. So we're trying to bring y'all through, you know, really the life of a reactor, but also the setup and the actual recording of videos and editing and stuff like that. So let's check it out. Um, let's just go ahead. I'm going to run through kind of the clip right here. I'm gonna put in the clip of Tom actually setting up for recording and then we'll come back after the clip is done and we'll talk about kind of what happened during it. So Can't here you wait. go. All right, so y'all just saw that clip of us kind of 
showing behind the scenes of how Tom sets up for recording. So kind of, I know we, we showed it in the clip and you might've explained a little bit in the clip, but kind of go back through what you do, what your process is to setting up for a recording. Like from the moment you, you know, walk into the room and kind of set up, what's your process? Through yeah. That? Very different when I'm just on my own versus the two of us doing this podcast. You know, I have a very similar pattern of how I do it. And I, you're talking about actually sitting down and doing yeah, it. Yeah, literally right? walking in this yeah, room. Yeah, so I walk in the do. door and I typically will turn the camera on first. I will go around, I'll get the laptop fired up and I will turn all of our lights on that we have in four different places in this room, which you'll see, I'm sure, in the video. And once I get those set, my very next step is to sit down on the chair, wheel up to the laptop and- <laughs> You'll see probably has to hold on to the table. I have to hold on to the table. <laughs> and I look at the camera view. So I'm looking very carefully. You notice how if you watch videos of me, I like for this arm to be right up on the edge of the screen. So I'll do the same because that's kind of my angle. And I like for my head to just have a little bit of space, maybe not this much space because the two of us are filming. So a little bit closer to the top. And then that tells me I'm in the right spot. So I have to move the camera. I have to zoom in and out. And once I get that, which is typically on the edge of the popcorn machine all the way to the windows over there, then I'm set and I check the lighting. So the next step I do is I record for about 30 seconds and I say, hey, let me check the lighting. Let me test a video out. I just pull up a random video on YouTube and I make sure that my headphones are working, that it's actually recording and that the lighting is not, you know, like if it's like that, Ooh, I, you know, I don't want that. Yeah. So I make sure the lighting's correct and I run the video back. And then once it's set, I'm good to go. Yeah, and you see that on the lighting, we have the not like the lighting with the knob so you can turn it up brighter or less bright. We used to have, I feel like, didn't we used to have where it just was kind of a light that turned yes. on and like not as... We used to have just buttons that had very few settings on it. Yeah. And it's kind of what it is. Yeah, but now we have these lights that we have are very a cool lot lights better. that can light the background and the foreground. And I mean, it's not a professional studio because there are bunk beds in here. Yeah, you'll see that too. <laughs> but it is very cool. Once I get the setup down, I'm comfy. I know where I'm sitting, and uh, then I have a whole nother process with the videos. But I'll let you. Yeah. So basically, I want want to ask you a few things. So with the recording we use OBS is what I think most reactors use. So you've had to learn a lot of OBS throughout the years, like how to make it. We have a stream deck that, that helps you record videos. So how, like what all with that do you have to check? You said you have to check the sound and the headphones, but what all goes into that yeah, part Nick's of got me set up very well. When he <laughs> taught me about this stream deck that he got that has all these buttons that turn on Chrome, that turn on OBS, that, uh, turn on the little window, the picture in picture for me that turn off that picture in picture. Like there are so many buttons that work that it used to have to be a lot of things I'd have to do. Now I sit down and I can literally turn on OBS. It puts it up. I even have a, this computer here that I have has a main screen and two side screens. So I have a picture of me on there that I can see how I'm looking and a picture yeah. of the actual video that I'm watching. So it's very cool. And I just, I just hit the the buttons according to whether I want to do the pop-up, the transition. He's got me all set for that and yeah. taking it away and getting back to the, and, the way we started. And sometimes he'll text me and it's like, I don't know what happened. I can't get the, the sound to not work. working. And the some, picture won't come sometimes up. Sometimes there's, we have this weird sound configuration. I think most people don't have 
what we have with the sound, but we have this app that actually does sound. We have a Mac, and I think a lot of people don't use Macs to record. Really? They go a lot of popular. They actually have computers that they build oh, okay. that they record on. We actually have a Mac, so it's a lot different on a Mac than on a normal recording. I like with, it. I think it works great. With the Mac, you have one screen. like You don't have multiple screens, so we got this cool triple screen thing now that mm-hmm. works that works a lot better but with the sound it's all it's all weird but um so sometimes the sound doesn't work you have to close down the software yep. open it back up so that's just kind of behind the scenes of like it's not just like you sit down and record you have to make sure all these little things are working and and, you and i learned that you know over time you know just to really check everything first and nick's been really good at teaching me like i don't know everything about it he knows a ton everything I though know I need to check everything and do a sample real quick of some other video to just see is the picture looking right? Is the lighting looking right? Yeah. Uh, because sometimes he'll come back and say that sound was a little off or it wasn't loud enough or I'm too close to the mic or too far. So it really is a cool tag team here. And I, you know, that's just setting it up, y'all. That's and then there's up. the trying to do the videos I'm set to do. Yeah. So leading into that. So that's kind of the behind the scenes of setting everything up. Now I'm going to show you the clips or clip or clips of kind of how Tom goes about recording a song, reacting to a song. So that's going to be pretty cool because I'm going to be be able to film him while he's recording. So I'm going to try to show you all a little bit of uh, him like from one angle and then maybe him from the back angle actually with the video and stuff. So it's going to look pretty cool and then we're going to talk about it. So here's that clip and uh, we'll see you after. Okay, everything's set up according to the lights and the camera. Next up, I've got to make sure I get my video where I want it. The right video pulled up, which is this one. We're going to turn it on here. Whoop, there it goes. Normally get it set, rewind straight to the beginning, enlarge. And then after that, I try to get myself set up. Always like my left shoulder up against the screen in case um, you wanted to see the little secret of Tom. Watch the videos. My left shoulder is always on the edge of the screen. My hat is always just close to the top. Then I've got to do a sound check after this and I will hit record. I will, um, I'll kind of just do a practice run like, hey, it's Tom Stevens, your resident psychotherapist. I will do a Make sure the sound's working, put my headphones on, and run it. You're watching the... There it is. It's working. Everything's all set up. Shut the record down. Make sure it's all good. Then I go check the record and uh, get ready for my video. But before that, I do a thumbnail. Why am I talking to that camera when I should be talking to this camera? I mean, you're the one that pays attention, not them. So I do a thumbnail. My thumbnails always remove the top and the bottom, believe it or not off of the screen. So we take all the advertisements down. We get a thumbnail set like this and I go and I take the picture. After that, I get the top and the bottom back and I go back over and I make sure that thumbnail worked. That's the key here. I got the thumbnail screenshot right here. There it is. There's a shock look. If I like the look, I label it up here. I go in and I put the name of what it is. Then I save it. 
try to get the right name. Then I save it, shut it down. There's where all my files are. And I'm ready to record. Once I'm ready to record, pull the video up and get myself going and say, hey, it's Tom Stevens, your resident psychotherapist. And that's how the video starts. All right, so y'all just saw kind of the clip of Tom recording a video, um, kind of how he does that. Different things with the, the thumbnail I want to ask him about, how he does that, and different things like that, because, you know, we're, we're probably different than a lot of reactors. We probably approach it in a different way. But so with the video, how do you go about recording a video? Like, do you look look up the video and you say, oh, this is the music video. I got to pay attention on that. Or I know you pull up the lyrics kind of on your phone. People might not know that, but Tom actually has the lyrics on his phone and has it in a spot where you can't see that he's actually mm -hmm. has the lyrics pulled up, but he does a lot of the time. So how do you, how do you go about, you know, doing that kind and, of process? And, you know, every, I believe every reactor kind of finds their comfort zone of what they like to do and mm -hmm. what works for them. It would be cool to see a reaction from every reactor about how they do it because you got to do what works for you. And I am a mental health professional and I like to understand the lyrics. So therefore, yeah. you know, I have people in the beginning saying, don't listen to the lyrics, just see what you catch. And other people like you need to listen to the lyrics for me. I need them, even though all the time I don't need them. Like there yeah. are songs I can hear and understand, but I like to go back and I like to break down what I hear and what I read. And so the cool part, as you've seen in the video, I'm sure, is that once I get all set with my video side, well, then there's me dressing. So you know, <laughs> I, I change point. clothes for each video that I do, uh, that I sit down, I look at the spreadsheet, Nick's got an Excel spreadsheet of all the songs I'm doing and what days. And I look at the songs I'm recording and I go to YouTube and I type in all the songs. I do several tabs of YouTube. If I'm gonna do five songs, I'll do five tabs and I'll pull up all the songs. I'll get them to the very beginning in order of what I'm gonna do so that they're all in there. It just saves time instead of every time having to start over. And then I also pull up on my phone the lyrics of all the songs and have those ready on my phone. And then I go in and do thumbnails. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. My thumbnails are done, which is interesting because I've got to do try to match it with the clothes I'm wearing yeah. in the video. So sometimes I'll do five thumbnails in a row while changing clothes and then shoot the video, but other times I'll just do it one at a time. And I will sit and I will, you know, have a button I push that I'll smile. I don't do, they don't pull thumbnails off the video for me. I do them myself. I get lined up and I go, or I go, or I go. <laughs> and that, is that based off like the title no, of the video or how do you not. do it? I, many days I'm just doing a different pose that I'm okay. trying to do. But a lot of them, if you look back, I probably have a similar pose. And I have to reach over and push a button which is W on my keyboard to take the picture. And then the frustrating part is when I go to, I got to go into it to put a title on it, right? Like uh, Eminem, Kim, you know, thumbnail. And that's how I do every video. So he yeah. knows what's a thumbnail. Sometimes I go in to do it and it didn't take. Yeah. I've got to take it again and I did something wrong. And so it's very frustrating that way. But that's how I do the thumbnails each time. Yeah, the next step for that is I've actually added a button on the Stream Deck that I got to teach Tom. They added wow. on a, on the Stream Deck, they actually added one where you can just press a button for a screenshot. So I'll have to teach you about that now. But uh, yeah, so it's it's always a, a work in progress. Like we have like, we're right at 250,000 subscribers, probably over that by the time this comes out. 
and um we still are trying to learn things like every day we i learn things i see different updates and then i have to teach tom about it so it's really cool i think hopefully y'all think it's cool that um we're 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 just trying to learn as we go as well Well, and all of this is i haven't even shot the video yet yeah so (laughs) that's why i try to tell people it's about for me because i do you know a lot of times 10 to 15 minute reactions yeah so for me it's about 30 minutes per video i lot sometimes it's 20 i try to be safe i could probably be safe with 20 minutes per video so in an hour i could do three videos if they're really short songs like suicide boys has a two minute song or something then i could stretch it to 10 or something per but i try to allot 30 uh, 20 minutes so if i um need to do six videos i've got to find two hours to be able to do those because I don't want to be rushed to have to do those. So it's about 20 minutes per video for me with the setup and the takedown. It takes me about 20 minutes to get everything set up. You know, it takes me time at the end to shut everything down and then the video shooting itself. And by the way, when I shoot the videos, I also have to do the thumbnails. (laughs) And so it it does take time. It's not just the 10 minute reaction I do. Yeah, I also wanted to ask you about kind of the differences between recording on like a normal day like tuesdays for example are our days where we record tom records a lot of videos um on tuesdays but then we also have this new uh, friday stream we do which is for new music and those streams are different because the way you record or it's much different like if you see tom record in a live stream they probably look a lot different than the way and you set up differently because we're kind of just going back to back to back behind me. Yeah. Different things like that. And it's just a different kind of setup because I'm here. So what's kind of the main differences between a normal recording day versus when you're recording on a stream? Well, uh, yes. So do you want me to talk about the recording days I do? Yeah, you can. Okay. If you want to. (laughs) So we're exposing ourselves. I am set up to record on Tuesdays and Fridays. Now the Fridays, they used to be recording myself. Now it's live recording on Twitch. So those are actually pretty easy compared to the normal because we're doing a live stream and we're interacting and Nick's here. And so it it takes a little pressure off. And so Fridays um, we're recording four or five songs with of new music versus me sitting here and recording on myself. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's probably a little quicker because I think if I'm by myself, I'm going to do longer reactions. My other day is Tuesday, and I sometimes am set up to record five to seven videos on Tuesday. And so that can be a lot. Plus, if we have a podcast, which we do on Tuesdays. Plus but I, a live stream, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to, I've tried to blend things. On Mondays, I don't start my practice at, at the office until 12 o'clock. I work usually about 12 to 9 on Monday, it's a long day, but it's all after 12. So a lot of times I'll go in Monday morning, like 10 to 11, I'll record three or four videos so that it makes Tuesday now only three or four videos. And that's much more manageable with my day. So I kind of have liked a little bit Monday, a little bit Tuesday, and then the live stream Friday. It's so so smoothed out my schedule because I used to be Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Remember, I used yeah. to record three days a week and it was you know four videos a day or so. Uh, and it was a lot. Now I feel like Friday is not recording. Mm. Friday's a live stream. And I know we're recording, but I feel better with that. So I really only yeah. feel like I'm recording two days. Yeah, and I think that is cool because one, we get to interact with y'all. And because Twitch, because Twitch is newer, we don't have as many people in there. And it's a more it's a more chill vibe, even some of the songs. I mean, this couple weeks ago, um, you know, we have the Suicide Boys coming out and like those are long reactions. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you about that also, because when you have to go 
back to back to back like on yeah. fridays how do you stand that because i've been recording videos also on my channel mm-hmm. um and so i know if you record back like that many videos in a row it can get really tiring so what's kind of your process with do you record like longer videos first or like do you have any process with that actually i do one of two things this is a secret because Nick's very good at spreadsheet. He has a huge spreadsheet that has the video I'm recording, whether it's a request from somebody or whether it's something from Patreon. He tells me about the video. Then he has the date I need to record it and the date it's going to release uh, to YouTube or Patreon. And so that tells me all I need to know. And a lot of times I will just go straight down your list of what I need to record. Mm-hmm. But I, there are times I will record um, I'll skip around and I'll order them how I want. Like for instance, all my Patreon requests, I might do all those at once. Uh, and sometimes I'll wear something like this for three different videos in a row, but it's because I know they're coming out five or six days apart. Mm. So you might see a repeated clothing. Uh, I might change hats from the black yeah. hat to the white hat or just change the top into something else. But many times if I have a lot of videos, I'm going to record uh, two or three of them at a time and just make sure they're spread out on dates. So it, it is, gotcha. you have to look at a lot of that. I I love doing this, but I know different reactors do it different ways. Some record all only one day a week. Some record just one at a time. Some have, some don't release, but every two, three days. And like us, we do a lot of content, not only one a day on YouTube, but also we have Patreon and YouTube membership stuff we do. So we do mm-hmm. put out about, 50 to 60 video, right? 50 yeah. to 60 a month. Probably, probably 50-ish 50 now. a yeah. month. Yeah. I mean, so it, it requires a lot of recording. Yeah, it requires a lot of recording. Like we've heard, we've interviewed the JK bro. They say they record like on Saturday. It's their day. And they, they just bang like it all 15 out, videos at once. Like, so, I don't know how they do it. Because yeah. when I do our live streams where we do six, seven, eight reactions, it's exhausting. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine. Okay, so let's go in. You kind of mentioned already... Um, about how you have a practice people for don't if people don't know you have a practice you're a mental health professional and this is not youtube is not your main job so if people are watching this like oh this is what you do it's like no he he has a job too so i wanted to kind of go through your day day in a life for you you've already kind of mentioned your recording days but how it works for you with i guess kind of just recap all that because you kind of already went through it but like my other life yeah, just how you so how you, you want me to talk it. ever about? Are you wanting to talk about the actual videos and whether I look at the lyrics or the sound or the video? Well, I, I asked you that earlier, and you said oh, more. I skipped you over. Said, that. said more of the lyrics, but you can go back. Oh, over I didn't. It. I didn't know that was the question. Yeah, I was asking about. Do you look at uh, the mu- a music okay. video or lyrics? Yeah, I totally missed that. Oh, you're, then. Good. you're good. A lot of people ask me that, so that's why I wanted to bring that yeah. up. Of like, what do you pay attention to? And I always tell people, you know, I have the lyrics. I've got to read. I've got the video that I'm watching, if it does have a video, and I've got the music, mm-hmm. the sound. Yeah. And so there are times the lyrics completely depressing or or horrible, like <laughs> just not good lyrics as far as like mental health. And the sound is incredible. Or sometimes the lyrics are super powerful, but the sound I kind of don't like at all. Yeah. And so I've learned to get more honest over time but I think the videos actually throw me off a little bit. Mm. And I think I've learned I've, I've learned over time to try really hard not to pay too much attention to the videos, to watch them, but to really pay attention to the music and the lyrics. So I probably go lyrics first, sound second, and video third. 
Okay. There you go. That makes sense. I mean, especially because you're our kind of whole brand is around the mental health part mm-hmm. of it. And you can see mental health in videos, but a lot of times sometimes the lyrics in the video won't even match up. Like sometimes yeah. the videos will be totally random and the lyrics will be totally different. Like we think of the NF happy song, like mm-hmm. the, those lyrics yeah. and happy are very different than what the video yeah. is that about. That was a mistake I made. So and, I've learned from videos like that. Yeah. Don't try to figure out every single video. Yeah. Unless you're going, which, you know, some people do that where they were like, I'm reacting to the video on yeah. this one. I'm not it, reacting to the yep. lyrics at all. And so those exactly. are some other ways. And but. some are musical artists. Like they yeah. are people who understand music and they could be a voice coach or a or song producer, and they're really looking for the production of yeah. the song. True. All right, so you went through your day-to-day life, but do you want to recap that a little bit more, just like with your time at the office? How much time do you think you spend at the office versus this job? Like, how, how I kind of calculated. I figure with reaction therapy, I spend about 20 hours per week on reaction therapy. You know, amidst the 7 to 10 videos that I will record in a week, um, and the live streams that we will do in a week, the planning, the preparing, I'm assuming it's probably 15 to 20 hours a week that's spent on reaction therapy. The, the practice that I have, I probably spend close to 40 hours. I would say 35 to 40 hours per week. So we're looking at anywhere from 50 to 60 hours in a week. I mean, it's, it's a lot where normally I would be capped at 40 at my office. And I do that specifically, like Jill and I don't take all the clients that call our office. We have a couple of people that take our overflow of, of referrals that we can't see, but then there's even more that we can't see. So many people come in that want to be seen, but we limit our numbers because we wanna do the best work we can. If I saw everybody that came in, I would have a lot more money and I would be working a lot more, but I want to be energetic. I want to be passionate and connected to my clients. So we have a specific number of clients we pick per week that we will see. Our assistants are very good at keeping that number steady. And I also have 10 to 15% of my practice I see for free. And I allot those slots because I think it's important to see people who can't afford it or need help with handling therapy. So those those add in. But I my work days at work... Um, Monday is a long day, right? I'm recording a few reactions, but I'm also at the office for nine hours. Tuesday, I don't see clients, never have since the boys were born. So it's kind of a cool thing. Jill works all day Tuesday, uh, which is like my Monday, and I um, stay home and took y'all to school and did after school and stuff like that. But now I've just decided to keep it because it's kind of been a mental health day, but now it's a reaction therapy day. (laughs) So I record all day Tuesday with it, not all day, but many hours a day. Tuesday, yeah, probably four or five, probably four or five hours. We're recording on Tuesdays. Wednesday is another full day. And then Thursday and Friday I use as half days, but I don't know in therapy when you're talking five hours, that's a client hours, day. like actual client hours, there's no break. And you're going from like nine to two or eight to one straight. It is in therapy. It's a lot. So that's how I kind of balance my days. And, um, Friday, I come home and obviously do the live stream on Twitch, but Thursday is kind of a break now, which has really helped my mental health. Which it used to be a live stream day on Thursday, and then you would still record on Friday also. So now we're kind of... It was almost every day, and that's why we needed a break. But it is a very full schedule. I have a full schedule at work, and if I was doing this more full time, 
which I do hope to do one day, especially with yeah. what all the platforms we're getting on, I would definitely uh, cut back at work. Yeah. All right. Before we go into Q&A, because we do have to kind of wrap this up now, but mm. I want to talk about a little bit about what I do. And I'm going to show you some some clips about yes. And I'm also going to show you some clips I didn't even mention. It might just be cut in there, but I was going to also kind of do some clips about Tom and his day to day life. I might get some clips at his office. I might get some clips. I think that should be here. a whole separate video. We'll like see. A day we'll in the life of Tom. We'll see what we're going to do. But, but this guy works hard and he is at that computer all the time yeah. editing. Well, not because he, you know, Joe, our new editor, he edits only a certain number of videos a month. Nick has to edit the rest. Yeah. So he's editing, he's managing the schedule, he's dealing with blocked videos, he's trying to plan, he's got requests from Patreon. There's a lot going polls yeah. he puts out. I have Excel spreadsheets and it's like 10 or 11 tabs of so different things. Like I have the YouTube schedule, the Patreon schedule, the YouTube member mm -hmm. schedule. I have the videos that Tom looks at where he records it. Yep. I have kind of just like updates. Like sometimes I'll make updates for the my vision for kind of different months. Like I have like a, I had a 2023 update. I had like a May update when we switched the Twitch stuff. So I have all kinds of spreadsheets like that. Also, a lot of stuff I do, I work a lot with scheduling and trying to figure out what videos go which days because we record a lot of videos ahead of time. And we also have the live stream videos that we do. A lot of those I just save and I'm like, I don't want to just do them during a live stream. I want to post them so that more people can see them. So we have a lot of saved videos and I try to mix those in as much as I can. So I do that a lot of my day is figuring out what schedules is going to go in and then also what videos Tom needs to record and how many and like what days they go on. It's it's a lot. Also, I do a lot of things with Patreon with the different polls that come out. Like if you're a member of the Suicide Boys tier, uh, y'all get to vote on a poll each week. Y'all get to put in your comments. Uh, so different polls like that. I actually work with Tom's assistant, Jackie, on getting the Patreon requests done because if y'all who don't know, the people who are on the top two tiers of Patreon get a request or two every single month and they go through Jackie to get the request and then Jackie shares like a note with me and then I have to write it in the schedule. So I have to communicate with her. So I actually go up to the office, Tom's office, like two days a week to kind of talk with her and then also do some of my own work. Not not to mention just the editing behind what I do, too, because I do have to. Joe's awesome. He's taken a big relief off my shoulders with some of the videos he does. But I still edit some of the Patreon videos and other things like that. Just wanted to kind of give you all an update of some of the things I do. That's not all. All That's right. My favorite let's get part into. Of the whole deal. I think we have a couple questions. We might have to do a part two to this. We we say that every single live stream. But... No, we never do a part two. All right. So first, these will be on the screen. Reactors which I'm guessing that means you. I mean, we're both reactors, but do you prefer to have context or backstory about a song or just a clean slate? I don't mind either way, honestly. I don't try to go do that because I think it would take so much time for me to try to do backstory on things. I learn about artists as I react to them. So I think in time over several songs, I learn about them. But if somebody gave me the backstory or if Nick gave me the backstory, I don't mind it at all. I'm not this expert that's like, hey, put a song on and I'll tell you all about them because I don't know a lot of the artists. I don't know the yeah. music and I can't, I'm not an expert. I don't mind having it, but typically I don't mm. have it. Okay. And then for the editor, this person did, it was very good. Very one for cool. Editor, one for editor. Very nice. Would you have, would you rather have an editing style you like to do or slash are confident in your abilities or style that the audience responds with better? 
So that's, that's kind of something that we've looked at, and that's why Joe, our editor, who's great, on, he is very professional with how he edits. He has a very unique style, and it very is a lot to really flashy. It gets people's attention, and that's something that we decided to go with for especially our main YouTube videos that we want yeah. people to see. I mean, we want everybody to see every video we make, but like the specific ones that we want, you know, this is a good video. We're going to put this one out. Um, we want Joe to do those because I just don't have the background in editing. Like I, I've learned everything that I do for editing, which is not, you know, a whole lot, but I try to do the best I can do is all I've learned myself. I haven't, you know, had a class on it. I literally just learned how to do it myself. And so for me, I would rather do the style I do because I don't know how to do anything else. That's just the reality. Um, so I do my best with it, but Joe has been great in um, That's the being difference able to make it. With skill level, honestly, yeah. if we're being honest about what we do, and I was always taught, know what you don't know. Yeah. You gotta know what you don't know. Because when you see somebody and you're captain, you're what you can do, it's all you can do you'll see kind of the same video every time. Mm -hmm. Joe's got so many other tools in his box from learning that he can actually do a variety of things. You know what I noticed? He takes the live stream videos we do that used to look exactly like a live stream video that was just cut in, and he makes them, he can make them look like an all individually filmed video, and yeah. he's phenomenal at that. And also the burden on Nick to, to run this channel, but <laughs> yeah. also have to edit is a lot. So yeah. shout out to Joe for his talents because Shout he really out. does it the way we want it. Mm -hmm. He says, what do y'all want to be seen? And we give it to him. And then he takes the flack if what we want isn't satisfactory yeah. to people. Just not fair to him. Don't ever blame Joe for anything because Come to us. it's most of the time us telling him, Great oh, question. don't put that in. But yeah, that's a good question. Love that. All right. Um, this is the last question we'll do for now. Um, one question. <laughs> do you feel famous yet? No. I do not at not all. Not at all. No. But I will say it's been cool to run into people in public who stopped me in the most random of places and said, hey, that's been pretty cool. And I appreciate doing that. And I, I hope to run into people in the future because yeah. I like talking to people and seeing people. And, you know, I have my daily life as a therapist, which most of my clients don't even know. I have a YouTube channel. No. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't. Yeah. And you don't either. No, no, I don't. I don't at all. I mean, I'm just a guy behind... Well, I mean, some people think we are though. That's the that's the weird part. It's the weird part for you to so think. So much fun. It's like people. Some people think we are famous. Like they look at us as if they saw us on the street, they'd be like shell shocked. Which I'm like, why? Like I'm just a normal dude. But anyway, I'm ready to go on the road uh, and see people. Yeah. Last thing. How does next day differ from Tom's day? We kind of explained it in this video, so hopefully y'all got that answer mm -hmm. uh, with this video because it's very different. Tom works very some different. days, some days, most days. I, I didn't really go through my schedule. I'll do that very briefly. Uh, I said two days a week, I'm actually at the office for about four or five hours, and then the rest of the time, I'm usually at home doing like editing or scheduling. I mean, I could... My day is so weird because I have very weird hours. I could be up at 11 o'clock at night doing something. So it's kind of just whenever things need to get done, which is which is cool. I like it. But anyway, anything else you want to say? Loved it. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Hopefully you all enjoyed the, the clips we put in there. I we yeah. worked hard on it. So if you all want another part two or if you want that day in the life of Tom, just at that his, at his cool. office, that'd be really cool. But follow us on our new social. We have five, the new, the new five platform. Five dot me slash reaction therapy. Please go to that. And F -I -B -E if you want to talk to Tom or any of these up here, you, you want to talk see. to me, that's where you go. That I'm is kidding. true. Um, yeah. Okay. So thank you, Tom. This was thank fun. Thank you, Nick. 
Um, appreciate it. And we will see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, Therapy Podcast. Podcast.